Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great show only on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, feel free to check out www.4iradio.com. Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. Anybody else's spider sense tingling? Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man or Woman podcast where we dive into every Spider-Man or Woman cartoon ever. <laughs> I'm Derek. And I'm Doug. And is your spider sense tingling? I didn't think of something to say, so I'm just going to say yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. Unprepared. Ugh, exposed. So Canceled. disappointed. You're such, a, you're such a Jeff right now. I'm being such a Jeff. To listen to this show, find us on 4iradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Couple bits of business this time. We did have some word snappers words last week. Those words were summon blue eyes white dragon, submitted by Gemma Nicole. <laughs> Love a good crossover reference. Hey, and you know what? Episode about cultists like summoning a demon? Perfect timing. That was Oh yeah. Beautiful. I knew exactly where that was gonna go. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Gemma. Thank you. If you would like to submit some words, you can just become a patron at any level. And every month we allow our patrons to submit uh, words that we have to work into our episodes that we record that month. So they can be totally random. So make us say whatever you want. Just go to patreon.com slash wallopingwebsnappers. Uh, become a patron. Speaking of Patreon, we also have a special announcement. You've heard this before if you've listened to our past couple episodes. But just to say it again, because it's really exciting. For the month of December, we are unlocking some of our favorite Patreon-exclusive episodes for everyone. Uh, No matter if you're a patron or not, these are accessible for you to listen to. And this includes a brand new Spider Bite, our 23rd Spider Bite on the Spectacular Spider-Man's Future Plans, which is now currently out on our Patreon. And it's a long, almost two-hour episode. (laughs) It It is more than a Spider Bite. It's like a Spider chomp it's a spider spider 13 course meal yeah yeah (laughs) it's a lot and that is 100% for free to everyone and contains a lot of really fun research and just general thoughts on spectacular spider-man as a whole it is a must listen if you enjoyed our coverage of spectacular spider-man if i do say so myself yeah but in addition to that we have spider bite number one on the spider-man life story comics as well as spider bites six and seven which were the first two parts of our unmade spider-man films series those cover the films of the 80s as well as the James Cameron films or film singular that never was though I guess he could have made sequels to it if he made it I don't know we never got that far as well as the after dark commentary number 11 which is our favorite after dark commentary where we got drunk and watched Kim Possible for the first time on my part yeah yeah and it was it was a fun episode so Go to our Patreon and check out the pinned post at the top of it that has all the links for all of those unlocked episodes. Uh, Like I said, during the month of December, they are free to everyone. So please check them out. They are some of our favorites. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, on to the other good stuff. All of this stuff is good. But <laughs> the other good stuff is more Spider-Woman's fun, yeah. wacky show. If you'd like to watch along with us, it is available on Disney+. Plus. So very accessible. And uh, we're, we're getting to our third episode of Spider-Woman. And as usual, it's another wacky, weird one <laughs> with lots of stuff. <laughs> Some of it's a little problematic, but it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, we are, you know, at this point, we've watched a chunk of Spider-Woman episodes, and I think we now kind of have its number. So I think we kind of get what the show is and therefore, like, what it does well and what it doesn't do well, both consistently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do think it makes attempts, like, oh, is, yeah. the, is the thing. It, it does have a giant scope. And it does seem to try. I think it's it, it suffers from just, you know, a lack of research and a lack of awareness of of, of the effect that some of these things have. You know, in, in this in this in the case of this episode, I think there's a case where they're like trying to do something clever and it ends up being kind of racist. But like, I don't think it was intentionally yeah. trying to cause harm. <laughs> the episode. No, no, in no. Question. I don't think I don't think the show ever is. I think the show wanted to be global for for good reasons. Yeah. but didn't necessarily know the scope of responsibility it takes to do that right. Yeah. So it ends up being a little bit more setting and set dressing than it does what they actually thought they were doing. Right. Yep. I that's I think that's that's on point. Because um, even with this episode, they clearly like tried to have kind of a feminist slant to things, but mm-hmm. then it's just like. Mm, didn't really work but let's let's just get into it this is spider woman season one episode three entitled the amazon adventure kind of guess where this might be going uh the synopsis (laughs) for imdb is a tribe of amazon women who consider themselves the new inca empire already a little bit of yikes there we'll get into that steal the riches of fort knox when the justice magazine decides to investigate they manage to capture billy and jeff the original air date for this episode was October 5th, 1979, and it was written and directed by the same team that has written every episode so far. Yes, pretty much the same thing for the cast because there is just a general voice cast, but we do get uh, sort of a main antagonist character here named Shauna, who we could talk about this more, but I think is safe to say is not Shauna the She-Devil, even if it was supposed to maybe be at some point. Yeah. And the Amazons. <laughs> and these these characters are probably voiced by Eileen Ladder and Karen uh, Mashon, who are part of the voice cast. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe literally every woman in this is voiced by Joan Van Ark. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Because one of the voice so. actors for one or some of the Amazons is very, very not good. But we can get into that. <laughs> yes. So with with our very little bit of production behind us, let's dive right in. So this episode opens at Fort Knox, where a number of trucks arrive at the front gate. When the guard at the gate uh, attempts to basically check if the trucks are supposed to be there because they're not scheduled to be there, the woman driving the truck, the first truck, pulls out some weird small cube object that fires a beam at the guard, freezes him in place, and uh, we know very quickly that some sort of heist thing is going on. So the woman driving that first truck who froze the guy calls out to these Amazon warriors. She literally just calls them Amazon warriors to take their places. And each truck, this is so wild. And this is, this I love for its wackiness, even if it makes no sense. Each, <laughs> each of the trucks in the convoy, like, 
throws off like its tarp or whatever and reveals what we eventually learn is called a flying sled, which is basically sure. just a hovercraft with yeah. a pair of Amazon women at the ready on each one. So these like high tech sleds, but they're all these like Amazon women in like, like scantily, like they're all scantily dressed. <laughs> it's uh-huh. like this weird, weird aesthetic, um, like kind of, I mean, very old school sci-fi vibe where it's like, here's technology and very little clothing. <laughs> I've, and I've definitely, I've definitely seen like Amazon women, like the, the Greek myth and or like Wonder Woman, Amazon women be portrayed with like that type of armor before. Like definitely oh, seen totally. that happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> full on scantily clad boob armor. Every every stereotype that you can think of, they've yeah. got it. <laughs> I will say, like, they're still slender and drawn to be like you know your the cover of fantasy novels yeah. type of body type, but they do make it a point to like draw them as being pretty tall and having like muscles. Like they're not, they're still yeah. very slender muscles, but I do give them credit for like they aren't the same design of any other woman on the show. Yeah, no, they are. They, they basically take the idea with, I think a major exception of like what you would imagine an Amazon warrior woman to be. And they put mm-hmm. that on screen. Like these are designed to be that. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think there's really a, a good place to bring this up, but like, they're all very like white, fair skinned ladies, which yep. doesn't really make any sense. Yep. Um, but that's really the only thing outside of like the standard typical Amazon warrior woman sort of mm-hmm. stereotype. Hey, and even yeah, even a lot of portrayals of Amazon still do that. Warriors still make them all white. So yep, you know. yep. <laughs> a, a big part of it is honestly that they just use the same model for all of them. Uh huh. <laughs> Sometimes they change the hair color. They don't even do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes right. it's just like, are you Jessica Drew? Oh, no, you're not her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, we start off with a bang. We've got these Amazon warrior women pulling off a heist on Fort Knox. And they do kind of like definitely start right off the bat of the whole like, they don't go super hard on this episode, but I guess because it involves the Amazon women, they are going to do the whole like, wow, women are strong. and can do anything men can do. Because literally right off the bat, when the truck pulls up, the uh, the military guard is like, good morning, sir. Or, ooh, I mean, sorry, ma'am. Like, they call it out right yeah. off the bat. See, those are the things the show does that I really like. Yeah. Because that felt natural. Like, it doesn't feel... Like, like when Jeff does dumb shit, it feels like dumb shit. This guy just feels like somebody who is so used to seeing and being surrounded by men that he just doesn't think about the fact that, like, women can drive trucks. You know what I mean? Yep. That feels, like, natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I also love that she, when she, like, takes off her military disguise, she, like, takes off a little hat and her full ponytail and a helmet are just, like, was just neatly tucked under them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. As nonsensical as it is, I was raised on Power Rangers, so I love when hair makes no sense inside of a helmet or a hat. <laughs> Yeah. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) So the Amazons do quickly infiltrate Fort Knox. Coincidentally enough, I, not for this episode, just total coincidence, just happened to listen to an entire podcast episode about the security of Fort Knox. Oh. And, uh, and these, these Amazons make quick work of what should be pretty much impossible. So uh, you think that the show wasn't super accurate in its portrayal of Fort Knox's security? I was stunned. Uh, because I assumed it would be perfectly accurate. Um, but yeah, it's really not. They just melt their way through. <laughs> wow. They melt their way through tanks, which I'm pretty sure aren't 
at Fort Knox. Um, and they melt their way through metal doors, which I guess is, I mean, if you could melt your way through metal doors, maybe you could get through Fort Knox. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I'm sure that I'm sure that all the gold bars are just right behind that one layer mm. of mm-hmm. wall that you can access by melting one wall. Through. Totally, totally. Do you want to know my favorite security measure for Fort Knox? I promise I won't go into this like the Cayman Islands. Hey, I'm, I'm interested. What is it? <laughs> so apparently the the code that you would need to actually access things in Fort Knox, nobody knows the whole code. Like people only know pieces of it. And on top of that, once you put the code in, it's on a timer of like 100 hours. So even after you put it in, you then have to wait 100 hours before that thing actually opens. So even if you were to like somehow steal the code, there's no way you'd actually be able to like input it <laughs> yeah. and then like do the thing you wanted to do <laughs> because that's like what, four days or something? Yeah, and I guess like there's no reason why anyone would need like quick access to, right. to Fort Knox. Because no <laughs> one's allowed in there in the first place. <laughs> huh. Fascinating. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That blew what my podcast? mind. podcast? Can you plug the podcast? Yeah. Was oh, it? absolutely. I'd, I'd gladly. It was a Stuff You Should Know episode and it was pretty recent. So it shouldn't be too hard to find even when this drops. If you go to Stuff You Should Know, uh, you shouldn't have to scroll too far to find uh, Security of Fort Knox. Sounds very cool. I'm yeah. very interested in that. Yeah. It's good stuff, mm-hmm. but no match for the Amazon. So they get in there and they uh, they each just, I actually love this moment. They just grab like a dozen gold bricks each and just walk out with it, which <laughs> normally I normally I wouldn't expect a cartoon to acknowledge because it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? But gold bricks are really heavy. They're like nearly 30 pounds. And there is somebody who literally in the show is like, they're carrying those things like they're just grocery bags. Like, yeah. Yeah, these women are fucking strong. <laughs> and I love that. I love I that. I dig that, yeah. It also yeah. explains why when we were talking about Spectacular Spider-Man, each one of them only grabbed like a single gold brick when oh, they like yeah. went to run. <laughs> that makes Which sense. I never thought about. <laughs> They're very heavy. Yeah, Super good heavy. point. <laughs> They're bricks of metal, like obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Successful yeah. heist. Yeah, very successful heist. So back at Justice Magazine. (laughs) Our patience is already gone. (laughs) And this one is weird because it's Jeff. Again, Jeff sucks. Jeff always sucks. Isn't Jeff the worst? Jeff tries to flirtily convince Jessica that she works too much. She's just like, all work and no play. Why don't you go hang out with me or whatever? And he like leans, doesn't he like leans towards her, right? And gives like a really nasty smirk at her while she's at her desk. Yep. And then like Billy shows up and interrupts their conversation. And there's a bell, right? Isn't there literally a bell? What is the bell? I don't even remember. No, there is. I don't understand this line because I I don't think there is a bell. Okay. I thought there was like a slight bell because Billy says saved by the bell. Whether there is a bell or not, I don't know. And if there was a bell, it affects nothing. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I do kind of like about the scene is that Jeff is like, oh, Billy, oh, you disturbed me trying to trying to hook up with Jessica. How long have you been standing there? And Billy, with a very angry look on his face, like a yep. noticeably angry, drawn look on his face, replies, long enough. Like, yeah. I love that Billy does not like what's happening here. And this is the second episode in a row where he's walked in on Jeff hitting on a clearly not into it, Jessica. 
And I think that both he and Jessica are like on the same page. Yep. <laughs> like, I think he's doing this on purpose. When we were talking about the second episode of the show, which included the creepy dark room scene, there was like a little concern, at least on my end, that this would turn into like actual romance. And we were just sort of like, hey, they're acknowledging this, but then have that all thrown out the window. I'm confident now, having seen a like a handful of episodes, that this show also fucking hates Jeff. Like, yeah. unabashedly is like, Jeff sucks. You all should hate Jeff. Jeff does stupid, shitty things. No one in the show likes Jeff. No one making the show likes Jeff. Like he's never he's never rewarded for his bad behavior, which is amazing. Like I know it's it's fat like it's fascinating. And people acknowledge it though. It's not even just that he's not rewarded. Occasion not all the time, but occasionally people specifically address it in some way. Never super directly because I feel like that might get into stuff that a show technically about like a superhero aimed more at kids would like wouldn't touch anyway. But the fact that anybody, like, in this moment acknowledges, like, yeah, okay, Jeff, like, glad I'm here so you couldn't keep hitting on my aunt. It's shocking to me that this show is so weirdly good at it because it's, like, it's not it's not just trying to, like, elevate women to being on the same level of men. It's also recognizing that, like, men also kind of suck. Like, you're typical. And contribute to the reason why women can't always elevate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because he's constantly trying to put Jessica down. We'll get to it in this episode a couple of times. I think yep. that like he's that that he's constantly trying to get Jessica to basically leave her job because he thinks it's too dangerous for a woman. And, you know, you could argue like, oh, I guess because he cares about her, I guess. But he's so nasty about it. And it's also so inauthentic. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we're supposed to feel that way because yeah. no one in the show feels that way about Jeff. So, yeah. like, you could. And I think we did a little bit speculate it's because he cares about Jessica, but no one in the show appreciates that. And and that right. tells us as an audience that that means it's probably not the case. It really does kind of blow my mind because going into this, it was like Jeff sucks was just the joke because it was like, yeah. yeah, he sucks. But like, no, he really does. And that's like his character. Like it's, it's intentional. Yeah. I'm shocked at how intentional it is. Yeah, it's wild. I, I mean, I, I appreciate it. It's a little weird to... To have a such a main character on an on a small core cast exist pretty much solely to like suck, but I get it and I appreciate mm-hmm. the things that they're they're willing to do with it. It's it's really it's really surprising. Yeah. One thing yeah. I do love from this interaction though is when he does say like, "Oh, you work too much. All work, no play." Her response, and I wish I had written it down, is basically like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Is uh is running the most successful crime based magazine." Too much work? No, like, no, I, just, I did write this did down. Did you? It's oh, thank God. Than, it's even better than that. Because it like, is a really good response. says, you mean there's more to life than running the hottest crime magazine is. in the country? <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. It also does officially confirm that, like, she runs the magazine. Right. I love that. It is weird that they call it a crime magazine because that's a kind of inconsistent because some of the stuff that they reference covering has nothing to do with crime. Like, it's... Might be the next episode where they're, like, referencing that, like, oh, we were supposed to cover the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. Yeah. Obviously, that's not crime. But it's fine. I'm I'm willing to, to, to give that leeway because the fact that she acknowledges that she runs the hottest crime magazine in the yeah. country is so fucking badass. <laughs> totally. I know, right? Oh, so good. That's the, that's the, the best thing. The best hell yeah moment to come out of, out of this interaction. Yeah. 
that isn't like a is isn't more like meta or commentary wise or whatever. It's just it's awesome. She's uh-huh. she's cool. Jeff sucks. Billy, I'm on your side because you seem to fucking hate Jeff too. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy, maybe the bell was coming from the fax machine if maybe. there was a bell because Billy notices a message coming in from this like. They, they call it a teletype, right? But it's basically like a fax machine, essentially, is what it kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. Except one with, like, images inside. It's, it's weird. It's the 70s. Um, <laughs> she has a flat screen TV in her desk, okay? She's got cool tech. true. That's a good <laughs> point. It's like a printout. It's a printout of information and, like, a printout of images, essentially, yeah. um, that describes this break-in that, that we saw at the beginning of the episode at Fort Knox. <laughs> Jeff, sucking, as usual, is like... I don't know if that really happened, especially since it was carried out by a bunch of ladies. It's funny uh, that I'm putting on that voice because he is actually like a really good, he's like a good actor and like delivers yeah. it like well, but he sucks so much that that's how he still sounds in my head. Anyway. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. It's like he's literally has evidence of a bunch of ladies committing this heist and it's just like, I don't think that photo evidence is correct. Cause ladies. <laughs> But consistently, because the show does this constantly, is Jeff will question something, and then immediately we get an event that makes him look like an idiot for questioning it. Yep. So I I guess we still always get like icing with these like idiotic Jeff moments, yeah. um, and we get one here because Jessica gets like a vision, like her spider sense vision, basically just confirming it. Right? She mm-hmm. sees them like flying the Amazons flying their sleds full of gold. So she's like, well, nope, actually that did happen. Thanks. We should go check it out. (laughs) So they agree. The way that they figure out that they're going to go after these Amazon women is because Billy is like, where would you go if you were an Amazon warrior? The Amazon River, of course. That's where the the lost Inca city of gold is. Ah, yikes. They they do the exact same thing they do with the pyramids, too. Because Jeff was like, we'll never find them. How will we find Amazons? And Billy's like, they're going to go to the Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. And here's the thing. If you're not, like, knowledgeable on this, uh, on any of this stuff, like, not, and and we're not either, but, like, from the barest, the, the, the barest minimum of it is that Amazon women, the the myth of that, that there's an island or whatever of strong Amazon women warriors, that's a, that's strictly like a Greek myth. Like the Wonder Woman nothing stuff. nothing to do with the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. The Amazon <laughs> rainforest. Now, and, 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 and the, the names are the same because the Amazon rainforest was named after the Amazon women. It was like... Um, they were. It was like because uh, because there was like tribes in in uh, that the Amazon like that had women warriors. Like when like explorers or colonialists like went there, they were like, oh, women warriors, just like the Amazon, uh, the, the the Greek myth of the Amazons. So we should call this area the Amazon, and that just became how it was named, right? So like there is a loose connection in terms of the mythology, like knowing the mythology and how the Amazon was named that. But the culture of people in the Amazon is very, very different from (laughs) Greek mythology. Yeah. Conflating (laughs) Amazon women rooted in Greek mythology with the Inca Empire makes no sense. Right. I could I could sort of see I could see a version of this where they're trying like I, I, I don't know if this was a, a, a research failure thing or if they were trying to be clever. They might have been trying to be clever where it's sort of Maybe. like, hey, wait, I know that there's this Amazon myth. But what if in the actual Amazon, 
that myth existed. Like it's a magical, magical women or whatever. Like why can't that be the same thing? Right. Somehow, somehow that was, that was perpetuated as a Greek myth, but they actually are located in the literal Amazon. Like I can sort of see that. The problem is that like, you know, you would have to actually like engage with the culture of, of, of the people that are in the Amazon um, or were in the Amazon and they don't at all. They just make them white women. (laughs) that and you have to make that clever in the universe too like you have to clarify that that is a clever thing i know it's weird because because then you're basically calling yourself clever but you do kind of have to do that because if it's a revelation to us or if it's clever to us it would also need to be clever to them as outsiders like they would need to be surprised that the amazon women myth exists and exists somewhere they don't expect right otherwise you just end up with this Which, you know, ends up looking like, which, I mean, might be the case, it ends up looking like they just don't know what they're talking about and really thought that, yeah. like, the Amazon women myth came from South America. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. And then that, and that could be the case. And that's why I said sort of at the top, like, as an overarching thing with the, the show in general is, like, I admire that they want to make Spider-Woman this sort of global figure and that they want to incorporate culture from other places, too. And sometimes they get close and sometimes you can tell that they have a general idea of like what they're going for. But without the proper research, you just end up with situations like this where it's like, oh, that's a cool looking setting. And I think as a kid, I would be like, that's a cool looking setting. But the more you think about it, you're like, yeah, but they're, they're doing nothing with it. They're not actually doing anything accurate. They're not educating anybody. It's not like the characters are like learning or being enriched necessarily. So the viewers mm-hmm. aren't either. It's, I don't know, it, it's, I, I like that they wanted to do it. I just don't think there was anybody holding them accountable to doing it properly. And that probably just was, like, I don't even know, like, were there shows that were being held accountable properly to doing this? No, absolutely, especially not cartoons. Like any American shows? Probably not, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, like, a, a pretty simple fix, not necessarily a fix, but, like, something that I think would have made it better is if they simply reference, like, we were we were the Amazon women of Themyscira and then we left our island and traveled and found this like Inca city and realized that we could harness its power or something. There's yeah. still things that maybe might be problematic about it, but if you really are that against drawing like brown people what to be Amazon women and you really want them to be white, it still doesn't really make sense because, you know, Greek people don't have fair skin. I was going to say they would still be like Mediterranean women. <laughs> yeah. But but I think that like at least they would acknowledge that they're combining a myth with an ancient culture that sure. like isn't normally the same thing. Like at least acknowledging that I think would be a step forward and so I could like we could see what they were doing. As it stands it's sort of like are you stupid or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's are you ignorant or were you doing something clever and didn't properly convey that it was supposed to be clever? Neither one of them's great. Exactly. In any case, they do arrive in the Amazon, which, by the way, is such a massive area that I think it's so funny that they're like, we'll just go to the Amazon River. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, where? sure. Okay. Just like one of the biggest river systems in the entire world. But okay. So they arrive uh, in the Amazon and they end up at an Amazonian fishing village. We're not even going get, to get into the fact that like they just assume this is the only place in all of the Amazon, Jeff. But <laughs> they're like, this is just a village. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Jeff does hire a boat to help them search along the river. So they do look beyond just this village. But after a while, their guide, who's named Chata, 
I have no idea where that name comes from. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully it comes from researching names that would make sense, but probably doesn't. Yeah. No idea. Anyway, this guide tells them they need to turn back because they've actually reached an area of the river that is forbidden. When the trio is sort of like, no, dude, like we got to keep, we got to keep going as silly as this is. And as, as terribly portrayed as Chata is, yeah. I did really find this funny for some, like just as a gag sure. because they're like uh, Jeff turns to or doesn't even turn to him. Chata's off screen. But Jeff is like, surely you're not afraid like you would come with us. And then they turn and he's missing and he's like jumped off of the boat and is like hugging onto a branch that he just like slides off of. <laughs> it's like a good moment of like physical comedy. Even it, is, though- it is a funny gag. Yeah. It's hard, though, because this character is an absolute disaster of a character that they put together. <laughs> character in quotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not great. Not great. It's not great. At least we don't see very much of him. So there's only a few a few minutes of him yeah. to, uh, to offend, I guess. <laughs> Such an unfortunate <laughs> consolation, though, because it's like, well, you couldn't get it right. So just don't include anybody who isn't one of the main characters in this place that is culturally rich (laughs) yep yep like the one person of color in this episode and he's just like jumps out of the boat onto a tree in fear of like yeah statues cool yay yep (sighs) well right after he bails he was right it is a forbidden area yeah because this like nearby statue just shoots out a laser that melts the boat's engine (laughs) like right from his little eye beams it's great so, you know, the boat obviously loses control because its engine is melted. And uh, Billy's like, oh, man, I wish Spider-Woman was here to help us. I, okay, I would have continued to track this because I uh-huh. actually fully 100% believe and or headcanon your theory that Billy just knows Jessica is Spider-Woman. Because uh-huh. I think watching this episode and the next one, too, honestly, like, it, everything makes more sense if that's the case. Because, like, him saying yep. this is essentially him, like, cluing her in and giving her permission to have Spider-Woman save them. And there's other points later on that we can get to. But, like, he's like, man, I wish Spider-Woman would show up. And Jessica's like, yeah, that should happen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm fully, yeah, no, I'm fully, fully, fully in the camp of believing that Billy knows that she's Spider-Man. Because, like you said, everything makes more sense. And I haven't, I hadn't even thought of it in the way you just described it, which is that it sort of gives her permission to do it, which I do think is important because Billy is a child who has to be left with Jeff away from his guardian. Maybe we don't really know if she's his guardian or not. Who knows? But in these (laughs) circumstances she is. So it does kind of give her permission to like be traumatic (laughs) and uh, intervene as Spider-Woman. Yeah. I think that Mm -hmm. only strengthens it. Yeah. And cause you know, who gives a fuck about what Jeff thinks he's an idiot anyway. So like if he gets traumatized, good maybe he needs it yep (laughs) speaking of the trauma (laughs) (laughs) jessica like you said is like oh yeah that should happen spider-woman should be here so in order to you know get away to transform she falls out of the boat oh no whoops into the tumultuous piranha filled water which was described as such by their guide there are uh-huh. piranhas here, and it is dangerous. And she just falls right out. <laughs> and they even comment again, like, oh, no, the current has taken her. She's gone. Like, yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Uh, the number of times she's died in front of Jeff. 
<laughs> Amazing. Love it. Love so it. Great. I hope I hope he's in pain every time. Yeah, so she's underwater, transforms into Spider-Woman so she can then save Jeff and Billy with a web net. They, of course, ask, like, what about Jessica? Is she dead? And Spider-Woman's like, oh, she's fine. She's up She's upriver. She's waiting for you there. It's so like, oh, okay, cool. And so they go off. Spider-Woman stays behind, claiming to examine the boat. And she, she does and concludes that the damage is similar to the damage at Fort Knox. Uh, it's melted with similar beams. So she's like, huh. How are they able to just, like, shoot out beams that melt stuff like this? Yeah, so they kind of add uh, a bit of a mystery, I guess, at least on her part. I don't know that they fully, like, explore that, but we'll, we'll get to the solution eventually. They do actually explain it, which is pretty pretty interesting, I guess. Anyway, so Jeff and Billy do go and then search for Jessica. As they're doing that, because she even said, like, I hope I get there in time. Well, she doesn't. Um, a flying sled finds them and freezes Jeff and captures them basically saying like take them to Shauna she's waiting so Jeff and Billy have been kidnapped <laughs> yep can I just say too the Everest I, I know that like Shauna is you know Shauna the she-devil of the thing and I know that like Shauna like that's that makes sense is like jungle lady name sometimes um and it makes sense here but when I was first watching the episode, I kept hearing like Shauna, like S H A U N A. Yeah. And I was like, is their leader's name just like a typical white lady name? Like <laughs> Shauna and my, my assistant Brittany. <laughs> my assistant Brittany. <laughs> I like the idea that all of them, because this is very obviously just like a bunch of just like random ladies without like they, they didn't spend time like creating any sort of fleshed out characters like they're all just like Shauna and Brittany and Becky and like here's Catherine here's Lillian go get Catherine we wish Lillian was here for this like we're kidnapping men like like I just love <laughs> they all just have these very normal totally culturally non-specific to this whatever culture they're yeah. trying to portray yeah uh, names it's I love it I love it yep Shauna it's not Shauna it's Jessica Shauna. would fit right in she would. She would. <laughs> Jessica, come join us, Jessica. Jessica, yeah. did you feed the crocodiles? <laughs> <laughs> Becky, we're polishing the temple. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, it's it's Sha Shauna. S H A N N A. Like like Shauna the She Devil. Yeah. It makes it does make sense and I could hear it when I realized that's what it was. But the first time hearing like Shauna, really? I was excited. Um, I thought they were actually going to incorporate Shauna the She-Devil somehow. And I guess you technically could argue that they did, but they didn't. Like, yeah, this character we learn has nothing to do with Shauna uh, the She-Devil at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shauna is waiting. Um, Jessica, now, you know, suited down, arrives at the site of Jeff and Billy's kidnapping and receives a vision by her spider sense of them being taken to an Amazonian temple. So, she's like, all right, well... She suits right back up and sets off to find them. I love how many times she suits up and just suits down and then suits right back up in this episode. It's a lot of <laughs> She times. really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to we cut to the flying sled where Jeff and Billy are, are have been captured and are traveling with the Amazons. And Jeff, not being able to not be an idiot for even a few minutes, celebrates being captured by four beautiful women. And Billy's like, excuse me. We're being captured, you moron. <laughs> and this God, is another sucks. moment where it's very obvious that Billy hates Jeff too. <laughs> yep. And I love that. Good, you have good taste, Billy. Good job. Oh yes. 
Good, good judge of character. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so the sled arrives at the temple Jessica saw in her vision, and Spider-Woman arrives shortly after. Uh, inside, Jeff helps Billy escape the Amazons by flashing his camera in their faces, which actually... I, I give him credit that I think actually think that was a pretty clever move. Yeah. He like flashes it and so they're blinded for a second because they didn't expect it. So they can run off. But he's still stupid because like he runs like two feet around a corner and then is just like, I think I lost them. And they're just like right behind him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, dude. Billy at least gets away. So like, thankfully. Yeah. But Jeff, like, could be, he gets away because he's smart and, you know, keeps running. <laughs> right. Exactly. Jeff sucks. Um, he also is a, is a complete idiot because the Amazons find him, like I said, and, you know, they're like, we're going to take you to our leader. And he's like, look, I'll straighten things out with him. And they're like, oh, my God, do you not do you not see that we're like an all women empire? And we just said <laughs> our leader's name was Shauna. Like they might have even used she pronouns earlier. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You idiot. I do love that they all laugh at him. Like, right. it is so th- that's why I'm I'm thankful for this episode i like that it's wacky it does have a ton of problems but more than anything with this being the third episode in it makes me so confident that everybody's supposed to find jeff to be completely unbearable and a moron yeah so i love that they all just laugh at him i love the idea of an entire tribe of strong amazonian women just laughing at jeff it's beautiful it's so beautiful (laughs) So outside the temple, Spider-Woman finds... Okay, okay, this is weird, okay? This is strange, I think. And tell me if I'm overthinking this. So after we get the Amazons laughing at Jeff and saying, we're going to take you to Shauna, we cut to outside the temple and Spider-Woman finds that Jeff and two other unidentified men are being used as labor to, like, push gold bricks, I guess? Sure. Sure, whatever. Okay, weird jump, but fine. And, and who are those guys? <laughs> right. And they're both also both white guys, too. So, like, they can't just be from there. Like, they, no. they had to kidnap them from somewhere else, I guess. Right. And one's, like, a, a comically old man. Yeah, he's um, even, like, just in, like, a loincloth, basically, because it's, he's so yeah. old, I guess. He's it's, been there for so long. Yeah. And and this the one of the worst, one of the worst slash best, like, voice acting moments yes. is... One of them, she's like, uh, like the one of the Amazonian women is is commanding them. She says, "Faster, you men!" Yeah, <laughs> you men. It's so bad, <laughs> and that's like the she's she's so bad throughout the episode. I don't know who you are. I mean, you might be dead for all I know by this point. I don't know, but not good, not great. All the delivery is so bad, but it's also hilarious. I suspect I know why. I think I think based on that delivery and so many other lines that are delivered later. I think one of these actresses was literally just given a piece of paper with a bunch of things to say because <laughs> no they, they do yeah. not sound they write. They do not sound like they're in context at all. And some yeah. of them are repeated and it sounds it to me. It sounds very clear that they just sort of like dropped basically the equivalent of, I guess, B roll like just in, but it's audio. Yeah. Like, we need women shouting things. So here is some stuff that this actress shouted for us. And we probably don't have enough women in the in our regular cast to be able to <laughs> to actually like you know let you do line readings as characters right. and instruct you in. So <laughs> random woman that we happen yeah. to have on staff around here say these lines. There you go. Yeah. Faster, well, that's you what's men. funny is they had like two like in addition to Joan Van Ark, but I don't know how they actually like organized all that. 
I still think it's just the same lady reading a bunch of stuff off a piece of paper. But yeah, anyway, that makes the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> so Spider Woman sees Jeff, and she glides down to help. And the Amazons are like, "No, you're not going to do that. These are our men slaves." So they try to stop her, but she webs up a couple of them. She dodges a blast from another one because they have these little power cubes that we saw at the beginning of the episode that they use kind of like their little laser guns. And uh, and they're not able to catch her, despite all seeing her. She's like, well, shoot, I can't help Jeff, but I got to get away from these these ladies that are that are attacking me from all angles. So she flies up to the top of a temple. This is what's so weird to me. She then hears Jeff crying out for help from inside a temple even though she was just trying to save Jeff outside. <laughs> I think something is cut weird here. I think something was changed. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because then when she goes into the temple, she's like, this is definitely going to be a trap. So you could assume like, oh, okay, Jeff isn't actually in there. But it is confirmed in like a minute or so that Jeff is restrained like in a basement. So like he's inside being taken to Shauna. And then he's outside pushing bricks, and then he's inside again, all within seconds. Something's missing here from the production side of things. (laughs) Yeah. I assume uh, that this scene about like men pushing things, I feel like it was supposed to be at a completely different spot in this in this episode. That's my guess. Yeah, that does make sense. And yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense otherwise. It's <laughs> so funny. I didn't even, you know, honestly, I didn't even pick up on that. I think because I was so entranced by the by the voice acting. <laughs> you men, <laughs> faster, you men. <laughs> but yeah, so that weird weird thing where she jumps out of a temple, finds Jeff, then hears Jeff, jumps back into a temple to save Jeff. Whatever. So. Like I said, she suspects it's a trap, but she's like, well, if Jeff's in trouble, I got to save him anyway. So she does go into the temple where she hears him crying out and, like she expected, finds a room full of Amazons. And we actually get to meet Shauna, not the she-devil, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what their intention was. <laughs> so Spider-Woman's like, oh, I got this, and tries to venom blast Shauna, but Shauna actually returns fire with a power cube ring, and you get that sort of like, two equal beams blasting into each other, making no progress. It is a stalemate moment. So Spider-Woman's like, oh, uh, I guess I don't really have anything that I can do to you right now. Give me Jeff. And Shauna's like, no, you can't have Jeff, and opens up the floor like beneath the throne room where they're all hanging out together and reveals, like I said, Jeff is being held like restrained against a wall, basically with the exact same restraints as like the pyramid alien guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Also, I love while also hating all of this at the same time, (laughs) I love that the Amazon women all sort of like use these cubes that are like their power cubes Mm-hmm. And and the 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 not Egyptians but aliens all used like pyramid power, and I like to imagine a world where like the not Egyptian aliens are actually like sworn enemies of the not Amazon warrior women because wow. they're like natural weaknesses to one another in their cube and pyramid powered selves. I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I Geometry, think that's great. You know. Geometry, Geometry. yeah. Geometry is is powerful. (laughs) Anyway, that was a weird tangent. Jeff is being held underneath the throne room. So Spider-Woman is like, please, like, don't hurt Jeff. Also, where's Billy? (laughs) And Shauna's like, well, he got away, but not for long. So Spider-Woman's like, okay, don't hurt them. 
Like, please don't hurt them. Shauna sees this as an opportunity and is like, fine, I won't hurt them, but you got to do something for me. And that thing is lead our next gold raid. Spider-Woman agrees to this. I have no idea why any of this happens. Help me understand. Oh, (laughs) don't ask me. I don't know. I think it's weird that she's just like, sure, I'll help, I guess. I mean, maybe like she just hates Jeff that much that she's like, I guess I'll just leave him for dead and then I'll kill time with these ladies and maybe eventually find Billy while I'm hanging out with them. Like, that's the only read that I can take from it because she, Spider-Woman is absolutely chill about like helping them steal gold. Like, she's totally fine with that. Has no issues with it. And it results in nothing yeah like yeah, it, I don't it, get it. it it results in nothing negative or positive i would argue like it like shauna is not making a promise in good faith like she's just making the promise to convince spider-woman to help her yeah i mean because right. even though she says to one of the other amazon women like yeah no it's fine like we'll just let them go the the place that jeff is in is like a weird like crocodile pit like she has no control over whether the crocodiles eat him or not (laughs) she doesn't give a shit (laughs) so i don't understand this i don't understand why she needs spider woman to to help her i don't understand why spider woman helps i i think maybe i think maybe it was an excuse for them to go to another country which seems like a thing the show really wants to do is incorporate Mm. as many different locations across the globe as possible yeah, I can see that. They, yeah, they just wanted a reason to, to go somewhere else. It's stupid, but I guess that makes sense. I would love – this isn't what's happening, but I would love the idea that, like, maybe they're sort of secretly trying to kind of test Spider-Woman to potentially, like, induct her into their tribe or whatever you would call it or group mm-hmm. or whatever because, like, they see that she's, like, another woman who is also very powerful, and it's just like, hmm – Maybe she would be good for one of us. So let's bring her out with us and see if we can sort of sway her onto our side. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you could, I think you could write lots of very cool stories that force her to work with bad guys. That's some of our favorite stuff with like Peter stories is like when they force Peter to work with villains, you know, like mm-hmm. in the 90s show, they do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I would like this under different circumstances. I just don't think it's really consequential. No, it's not played out at all. Other weird thing, at this point, Spider-Woman doesn't even know what the Amazons are doing. She just knows that they've kidnapped Jeff and that they've kidnapped Billy. Like, she knows they're stealing gold, but she doesn't know why. And so, like, (laughs) no one's, yeah, and Shauna hasn't explained that. Spider-Woman hasn't asked. So Shauna's literally like, hey, help us steal gold. And instead of being like, what are you using the gold for? Because I don't think it's explained yet, right? This isn't where it's explained. Spider-Woman's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll help you steal gold so that you'll let my not-boyfriend go. Yeah, this is, like, the first time that I feel like (laughs) Spider-Woman's been, like, not super cool. Because, like, I don't get her thought process here. She's just like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll help. Okay. Like, don't ask questions? What are you – what's happening? I just – I think think this episode was cut down. I think it was was shaved down. I think they cut fat from it. It was probably too long. And I think we feel that with the Jeff being outside and inside at the same time. And I think this is probably indicative of that, too. I think there's more that we're not seeing. That makes a lot of sense. I think you're right. Hello, amazing friends. We just wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our Spectacular Enough patrons, Katie, Joe, Mike, Flux, Eric, Carl, and Lillian. 
If you would like to join our Patreon, we have a ton of great bonus content waiting for you. We have our Spider Bites, where we talk about pretty much whatever we want in the Spider-Man universe, such as comics, like the current Miles Morales series, and classics like Kraven's Last Hunt. Sometimes we do deep dives into Spider-Man stuff, like our miniseries on the unmade Spider-Man movies. Or we spin off into other topics, like the Blade movies or the Firestar comics. Sometimes we'll do some bonus content just because we happen to have it, like Peaks Behind the Curtain or how we make certain episodes. And if you join us at the $5 Spectacular level, you also get access to our After Dark commentaries, where we let loose and talk about shows that aren't Spider-Man related without a filter. Shows like Gargoyles, Batman Beyond, Muppet Babies, and more. Ultimately, these are the types of things that we're going to talk about anyway, so recording it and making it available on Patreon is our way of saying thank you so much for supporting this show and letting us do the types of things we really want to do. Whatever tier you opt into, thank you so much. Whether you're an avid listener or just stopping by, we appreciate that too. From your friendly neighborhood podcasters, thank you. So, (laughs) that's happening. Spider-Woman's preparing to leave for the raid. Uh, But then Shauna, still behind her back, sends one of her Black Panthers to seek out Billy. So Jeff, almost going to die by crocodiles. Billy, almost going to die by Black Panthers. And Spider-Woman's like, going to party with the ladies and steal some gold. Billy narrowly escapes into a tunnel and decides to follow where it leads. Cool. Okay. I do like how the Panthers are drawn. I think the Panthers look really cool because they're like, they're all black, obviously. So like they use like white white lines and they add a lot of lines to them like more Mm -hmm. than i think normal and it leads to this really really cool looking effect with them yeah i think they i think they look really cool i would like to see more of the black panthers to be honest also i at this point with billy finding that tunnel i was actually excited because i thought billy was going to have like a sort of bigger role in in the overall episode yeah because he was like let loose in the temple and he is smart and I mean, they do use him. He progresses things, but they don't use him nearly as much as I thought they were about to. No. He so rescues, I, at this point, I was yeah. like excited by this. I was too. Yeah. And it's just like, no, he just rescues Jeff. Who cares? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I would like to see more from, from Billy, actually, because it's just like, because he's a kid, but he's not annoying. I think he's actually pretty cool sometimes. Yeah. I was um, worried he was going to be annoying. I think we were both worried he was going to be annoying, mm-hmm. and he's really not. No, no. Uh, on the gold raid, Spider-Woman learns that Shauna never goes on raids. Hmm. That hmm. she actually hasn't left their valley hmm. since the fall of the Inca Empire over 400 years ago. So, the question then becomes, are they implying that this is, like, these people are the Inca Empire that have just survived for that long? Because that raises so so many questions uh-huh. or did like what <laughs> i i think that's the implication is that this is the remnants of the inca empire that has now declared itself the new inca empire based on what we eventually learn is shauna's plan which is to conquer the world <laughs> right so i think that's what they're implying which is the same problem with the Egypt stuff in the, in the pyramids episode, because then it's sort of like, wait, so you implying that like every mummy and is is an alien and every pyramid was a spaceship, except sometimes you're not, and that's problematic and weird. And then this is the same case where it's just like, so the Incas were white people, and there was a at least a segment of the Inca Empire that were like white women warriors who survived the fallen empire, but have just kept in their little magical bubble for 400 years. 
Okay. Well, we can. Uh, we might be able to figure something out by the end of the episode or at the end of the episode. Okay. I don't think any of it will make sense, but it might make more sense than that. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, this this revelation for Spider Woman really changes this episode quite dramatically because the fact that Shauna never leaves the valley is a big question and it has a big answer. So <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so that is that is a thing to speculate on when we get there. But yeah. put a pin in it because that is a big 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 thing. So uh-huh. um, we do cut back to the temple and Billy finds, kind of like you were alluding to, that the tunnel opens just to the chamber where Jeff is being held. Billy does free Jeff, which is funny because we know that he hates Jeff or we suspect that he hates Jeff. Um, and he does <laughs> yeah. this right before a pair of crocodiles nearly kill Jeff. So he literally could have gotten away with killing the guy who keeps harassing his aunt and been like, oops, I didn't get there in time. Sorry, Jeff died. Um, yeah. And literally nobody would bat an eye. Yeah, he doesn't want that on his conscience, though. He's too yeah, good of a kid. He's for a that. good kid. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Gold Raid takes Spider Woman and the Amazons to a Swiss bank where they once again steal large piles of gold bricks. When they return, Shauna shares with Spider Woman that the gold they steal is used to create quote unquote solar equipment that they will use to begin what she calls their takeover. So, Gold makes solar equipment that powers stuff for them to take over the world. Yes. She does say that, like, even their flying sleds are powered by this. So I guess, like, their army or whatever is reliant on having gold. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's weird because, like, the solar equipment thing, as much as I hate it, I see what they're doing because there's all, like, the – whenever you're talking about vague, like, South American cultures – that's always like sun gods and sun power. That's yeah. always what the what writers do with that stuff, right? So I see why they're including that here for like an Inca Empire thing. Um, oh yeah, I mean that's why they're doing the gold thing too. They're just yeah. taking all these sort of like vague things that they associate with these cultures, but don't actually know the importance of, and just yeah. throwing them in a stew, <laughs> right? And calling it the Amazons. <laughs> yep. Yep. So like I see I see the threads and I see why they're doing all of that. Totally. Um, you know, it sucks, but it makes like it doesn't make sense, but I get it. <laughs> but that's and that's why I say I admire that they wanted to do what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. They just, I agree. They're literally just taking the little bits and pieces they know and leaning on it as opposed to like saying, if we do something about the Inca, like, how do we do that in a way that actually makes sense? Well, yeah. I don't know. They like the sun, right? And gold cities and stuff. Great. Sounds <laughs> like a plan. Like, yeah, do a little more than that, maybe. Yeah, but I admire yeah. them for wanting to. Right, definitely. I agree. So Shauna declares, this is so funny. Spider-Woman's basically like, okay, I did the thing. Can I have Jeff now? And Shauna's like, no, we must rest. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. She's, she's so sleepy. She's a sleepy lady. She's like literally like yawning or about to like pass out right then. I thought I Well, thought she's reveal... maybe 400 years old, Derek. I mean, she's tired. Fair. Fair, fair. I'm, I'm, I'm far from 400 years old, and I am sleepy all the time. So I guess I get that. But I was almost ready for like a reveal that like she like was a robot or like thrived on energy or something in some particular way. Oh my god! Because the fact that she's like literally like she's just talking and like I'm all powerful. I'm Shauna. Oh, but I'm so. We must rest. And like literally about to fall asleep right there. It's just so funny, like the the transition that they do with her. I would have loved if she somehow turned out to be like a solar powered robot, and like that's why she couldn't leave. 
Yeah. That would be amazing. Right. That explains how she's 400 years old. It's not magic. It's oh, technology. Oh, that would be so good. I would have <laughs> loved that. Oh, damn. Oh, that's so much better than what we got. I guess she could still. We don't really. She could be a robot. I don't she know. We don't really be. specify. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. In any case, she needs to sleep. And she says all the Amazons need to rest before we start our conquest. Once again, only really vaguely alluding to what her plan is, as opposed to just saying it for some reason, but whatever. Mm-hmm. She so, also, like, walks into a beam of light, disappears into it, I guess yeah. being teleported, but then continues to talk from this beam of light that we don't see her in anymore. It's great. <laughs> it's fabulous. <laughs> it's a really wild scene. It's, like, very – it w- was very confusing when I watched it. I was like, did, where, did she just – she uh-huh. just left so she could sleep. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So instead of actually helping Spider Woman like they said they would, Shauna says no. We gotta sleep. And hey, I don't even. She actually says somebody's name, and I didn't write it down. But oh, like, I didn't either. But like, the one named Amazon woman is the one who takes Spider Woman to a prison cell. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So Spider-Woman is taken to the cell and luckily the cell has like an opening in its ceiling. Like it's a high ceiling, but it has basically like a a window at the top. So she escapes like easy, but before she leaves, she grabs a a set of Amazonian clothes. So you kind of can see, all right, here's how things are going to play out from here on out. Glad they left her those Amazonian clothes in her prison cell, I guess. That's why I think they wanted to induct her into their into their group or club or whatever. Like they, they I think that like makes sense. For and it's just like, you can join us next time. Yeah. Whatever her name was should have told her, you know, change Brittany. out her of those awful. Her name was definitely Brittany. Oh yeah. Brittany. That's right. Brittany. Um, Brittany, take her to her cell and make sure she changes out of that ugly, ugly costume. Oh no. <laughs> that's what they should have said. Yes, Shauna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so elsewhere in the temple, Jeff and Billy attempt to find a way to escape. They stumble onto a room that Jeff suspects is like their power plant full of large structures that Billy guesses are batteries. They're like literally like emanating energy and stuff like that. So doesn't Jeff get shocked when he touches it too? Yeah, because Billy's like, huh, I wonder if these are batteries. And Jeff just like walks into one of them like a moron. Of course he does. Good. I always love when pain is inflicted upon Jeff. Me too. Of course, because Jeff's an idiot, they're discovered. Uh, but Jessica, <laughs> Jessica in her Amazon disguise is just like, come over here. And she leads Jeff and Billy to a way out through the top of the temple. They're calling the, and the Amazons see them. They're even like, look, there they are. Don't let them get away again. Performed by the same terrible this, voice actor that I love. Yes. Yes. This and then is they the don't scene. follow them. They this don't is, follow them. They don't. They don't. It's really, it's very stupid. But. The voices, the voices is what I want to talk about. This is the scene that made me think that it was literally just like, hey, can you read these lines? We're going to throw them in somewhere. Because these lines feel like the types of lines that like bad guys in a video game shout at you when you are discovered. And they, I'm pretty sure they literally use the same ones. Like I'm pretty sure they literally have the same exact line delivery cut in there twice. Because it's like, don't let them get away. Don't let them get away again. <laughs> just like it literally just and no mouths are synced up. You have no idea who's talking. It 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 honestly just sounds like NPCs shouting at you when God, you're so when funny. you're trying to be stealthy. It's so, you're so funny. Right, you're so right. That is so <laughs> funny. And then none of them actually chase them. 
No, yeah, they are hanging out on the top of this pyramid for a long ass time, and mm-hmm. no Amazons ever emerge from the top. So, nope. <laughs> I guess they let them get away again. Again. <laughs> Yeah, so they're hanging out at the top of this temple, and outside now they see Shauna preparing her army. Recognizing that Spider-Woman is needed, of course, Jessica's like, I, uh, I, 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 I'll be right back. I, uh, I, uh, I dropped my purse. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. This also, I think, supports that Billy knows she's Spider-Woman, because Jeff is stupid and wouldn't question that. Billy would question that. Yeah, like what you weren't you were you've literally never carried a purse right. any time but have ever seen you, Jessica. Right. Yeah. But before she does that, she points out that one of the flying sleds is, is there to Jeff. So she's like, Alright, I gotta gotta skedaddle. So they basically have like the sled as an out, right? Um I think she's sort of like probably probably pointed that out specifically to suggest that they should do something with it. Um so she leaves, transforms into Spider Woman re-enters the temple to avoid being discovered. And then Jeff's like, let's use that flying sled that Jessica pointed out to us to get pictures of the Amazon army. They do that. Billy, unfortunately, makes the dumb mistake this time by forgetting to turn off the flash. So obviously the Amazon women see these bright lights in the sky, in the sled that's hovering over them, realize who it is, and uh, they're 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 going to attack them. So at the top of a nearby temple, there's like a device that starts firing beams at Billy and Jeff. I like that this show just has like laser beams. Just like everybody has laser beams. Like I never even know what to call them. It's just like beams. Like yeah, they just shoot beams at you. They're like white <laughs> beams of vague energy, right? Yeah. And it's like... They don't necessarily kill people. Sometimes they melt things. Sometimes they just hurt you. Sometimes they make you pass out. Totally just depends. And they all pretty (laughs) much look exactly like the Venom Blast, which is also just like a beam. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Anywho, uh, we cut to inside the temple where Spider-Woman, this confused me at first. I was like, why did she go into the temple? She literally doesn't do anything in the temple, but she transformed on the top. So she had to like basically appear somewhere else. So I guess it makes sense. Anyway, she's inside the temple and she gets a spider sense vision of Jeff and Billy being shot at outside, which is funny because she probably could have just heard that happening. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, she meets Shauna outside and Shauna sort of like gestures at the fleet, which is already flying away and is like, you're too late, Spider-Woman. I'm already taking over the world. You can't stop me. And Spider-Woman's like, want to bet? So Shauna decides like to sick her Black Panthers on Spider-Woman. Which is, like, no big deal. She just, like, jumps out of the way and the two panthers, like, knock heads, I guess. And mm-hmm. then, like, are no longer a factor. We just don't see them anymore. She basically just, yeah, jumps over them. Yeah. Bye, kitties. That's it. Bye. Yep. You're done. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then makes a comment about, like, two on one didn't seem fair. But now now, now it's fair because it's okay. just her and Shauna, I guess. So they do the thing again where they, like, both shoot at each other and the beams hit each other. And nobody makes any progress. And it's just, like, a stalemate. While that's happening, Jeff and Billy are sort of, like, flying all over the place trying to avoid the temple that's, like, shooting beams at them. And one of the beams, like, blasts a hole in the side of the city. And this happens, like, in the background of Spider-Woman and Shauna blasting each other. And you're like, oh, okay, that happened, I guess. Then one of the beams hits Billy and Jeff. And you're like, okay, shoot, that sucks. And they end up, like, falling like just towards the ground, but Spider-Woman manages to catch them with a web net. And I think this is like the first of many times, if we haven't already seen this before, that 
uh, is like people falling and they're just silhouettes instead of like actual character models. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we get more of that after this episode. Yeah. Where it's like, eh, do. why don't we just make them silhouettes? It's fine. It looks cool, yeah, actually, but I, it, I think it's it definitely too, to yeah. avoid having to, like, draw the characters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all of that to say, Jeff and Billy fell, Spider-Woman saved them, but had to had to step away from Shauna to do it. Yes. Shauna, of course, is like, ooh, I've got an opening now. So she tries to attack Spider-Woman with her power cube ring. Spider-Woman dodges. And then webs the ring right off of Shauna's finger, since that's, like, the source of her power, right? <laughs> so, so Spider-Woman tosses the ring through that opening in the wall that just got blown up, right? So, it's now out of the valley. Shauna even screams, no, not out of the valley! And then jumps through the hole in the wall, out of the valley, but, like, disappears as if, like, falling through a portal or veil or something, so she disappears, right? It's just like, that's weird. But I guess, you know, they established that she's not supposed to leave the valley. So maybe like she's only alive when she's in the valley and now she's dead, I guess. But after Shauna disappears, so does everything. All the remnants of this new Inca empire just vanishes. All the buildings. All the buildings. I presume all the people. I, I, I would guess so. So Spider-Woman kind of in a, inadvertently committed uh-huh. genocide right now uh-huh. right like that's what she, she just erased <laughs> an entire people in one uh-huh. fell swoop yeah i mean not like granted like a little bit indirectly because i don't know if she knew that all of that would happen how could she know that all of that would happen but like she did cause that to happen well right but here's what's uh, yes she did cause that to happen what's weird though is that it it does seem like Spider-Woman knew what would happen at least to Shauna, though, because she says Shauna couldn't leave because there was a time barrier protecting the valley. And when she crossed it, she broke the protection. So if she knew that it was protecting the valley, presumably wouldn't she know that breaking the barrier would no longer protect the valley and everything in it? <laughs> How the fuck could she know that? I don't know. It's weird. The only thing, I mean, that was my first thought too, was like, I think she just killed a bunch of people and like destroyed right. what they implied was the remnants of the Inca empire, which we're learning this episode didn't actually fall, which would be incredible to learn. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, oh, the civilization still exists, even though this show obviously depicts it incorrectly, that real life, that would be like an incredible discovery. So destroying it would be awful. But I do wonder, okay, because we were talking about, like, what is Shauna? We were, like, toying, like, we were joking that, like, what if Shauna is a robot? Or what if this is, like, powered this way or whatever? I mean, like, I guess, like, you could Shauna and the whole valley and all of the Amazons basically be one entity? Like, could oh. they all, could the, could all of the gold and everything basically be, this is this is really abstract, but, like, if they all disappear at the same time, could it be that they aren't necessarily like separate entities and all separate like individual women and that it's more like some sort of weird, almost like um, ghost of something like all together? Well, that would explain <laughs> why the why all the other Amazon women don't sound like humans. But <laughs> and disappear like simultaneously. Yeah, I think the implication more is that. In one way or another, Shauna somehow is, like, the source of all of this magical 
sun energy, right? Like I think that she's just the source of all this and and I think the the time barrier. She's like she's like like the flashpoint or like the center of this time barrier. So when she's gone, it's turned off. The way that I don't understand how everything else is connected then is like is it well, wait, wait, are wait, all wait. of the are all of the women four hundred years old too? Maybe like without what come the and like. Mm. So okay, here's uh. the thing. I, I this will not explain why Shauna is the only one who can't leave, but if if they're not if they're not four hundred years old but suspended somehow, yeah. like they are all basically immortal right now, and for some reason don't age, and for some reason don't whatever, but still exist perpetually. It would explain how they developed this technology over 400 years, being isolated, all this sort of stuff. And then if if the time barrier that protects the valley is broken, then I guess you could assume that they're not dying. They're just they're basically like all that 400 years of them stretching that time out basically whips back to the point at oh. which it began. And so oh. technically they all just continue back at the point at which they started to stretch. If I that like makes that any much sense. better. So no one's actually dying. She's not killing anybody. She's literally just, I guess, technically sending them back 400 years to carry out, basically resetting, yeah. not resetting, like putting a battery back in the clock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think kind of reset. I think resetting makes sense. Like it's resetting to the point that they created this time barrier probably. So like before, so like the time barrier is never created because now the time barrier doesn't exist anymore. And if she's the one maintaining it, she probably has to be there in the valley to do so. Yeah. If she's responsible for maintaining the barrier that is keeping them perpetually alive, which they would want to do as an empire that is falling to right. extend their, their, their life as an empire and eventually take the world back over. Right. Um, or not back over, but like take the world over and like vengeance, I guess it does kind of make sense if that's the case. That's cool. Actually, I kind of like that. That that's an interesting, that's a more interesting explanation. I'm, I'm more into that as, as, as being explaining what just happened here. Cause they probably have no memory of any of this stuff. Cause they've been reset back to before the time barrier barrier existed. I imagine Shauna probably still maybe, died or she probably or i don't know she doesn't have to have died she also i don't yeah i don't think she has to have yeah so like she could also they're all back there and just by eliminating this time barrier here it just it doesn't exist anymore so it doesn't exist back yeah. then either so it's like they never created the time barrier sure i mean honestly like if that's if that's what is i mean i don't know again it's impossible to know what they were trying to do because they don't actually explain any of this. <laughs> and they probably don't but, know either. They probably are just time yeah. barrier. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. She, Shauna gone, you know, um, yeah. conflict disappear. But if, I mean, I, that, that explanation almost feels almost like Dr. Who-ish, right? It's like playing yeah. with the laws of time. Absolutely. Um, and so I actually kind of like dig it if, if we're, if we're going to sort of headcanon that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I feel com- more comfortable about that than, then Spider will killing be off the genocide. entire culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Committing genocide yeah. on a people that we all thought were already dead, so it should be a celebration that they're still alive. Cool. Cool, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel I feel way better about that. And I'm just gonna assume that somehow she just figured that out and already knew it. Maybe they explained it to her off screen. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. Like she just happens to know it, but I guess like in a longer episode, she recognizes that they are trying to recruit her and uses that to her advantage to learn about what's going on. 
I like that 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 was happening in the background the whole time and we just never really saw much of it because they seem like they're kind of on weirdly friendly terms like when yeah. when when she's helping them like they're not they don't have her in shackles or whatever and she's not fighting back either so like yeah I like that idea I like they consider that. her an Amazon oh <laughs> she's an honorary she's a strong Amazon strong woman until she destroys them but you know yeah they were gonna take over the world I guess no it. sends them back sends them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of back, they go back to the fishing village where we see Jeff and Billy looking for Jessica, talking about how without Shauna, all the Amazon equipment shut down. Oh, so, shit. Like, no, guess... they're going to break all of our theories. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that, like, if if the Amazon equipment, if there was some Amazon, because we see everything vanish. They're in a bare like a bear. Like That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plane. The Amazon I equipment maybe... was probably maintaining the time barrier. Yeah, like st- or 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 any Amazon equipment they left outside of the barrier doesn't get like, you know, doesn't like still exists. Or maybe. if it whips them back, anything they developed over the course of those four hundred years no longer would exist. Yeah. Well, but that but then how would they have the then, then they wouldn't have said then they would have said it disappeared. That's why I'm saying maybe some of the equipment that still like, that was out like maybe they had some sleds that were outside of the oh. time barrier that they find. Um, oh. And those even though those weren't brought back because they weren't in the time barrier oh. when the time barrier collapsed. They're like, well, can we try to use it? But like the energy source has been reset because that was in the time barrier. So that has vanished. So there's no way to operate that equipment that might have existed outside of that time barrier. That makes so much sense. Oh, man. We added so much depth to this episode. <laughs> this racist, Maybe this episode problematic episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. No, it's not great. It could have been great. There's a lot of I potential think that there were cool ideas. There are cool ideas. Yeah. Well, th- I think that's what the show is. It's a lot of cool ideas that aren't executed in respectful ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. But yeah, so they reference that. They're surprised then to find Jessica, who says that a friend dropped her off. And Billy's like, oh, yeah, you mean Spider-Woman, right? Because he knows she's Spider-Woman. And he's trying to support mm-hmm. her excuse and everything. Jeff then makes an idiotic comment about not realizing women could be so tough. Because every time he finds out that Jessica doesn't die, he must berate her. Yeah. You were just for almost like, dying. Sur- surrounded by the strongest women who have ever existed. And you're still just like, ladies, shut the yep. fuck up. Piece of shit. Yep. Jesus Christ. This anyway. episode ends in a way that I'm sure you hated, though. Oh, God. Because you referenced, <laughs> you. we discussed this when it came to the spider that crawled up her leg, right? Yeah. And I think this is a much clearer indication of what she's doing because the episode ends with Jessica entertaining Jeff's stupid woman hating ways by asking him to open a box because she's afraid she's going to break a nail. So like, I think like when we were suspecting, maybe she's trying to like, she's in control, but fooling Jeff. Like, I think we were right, but I think it's also the thing that you didn't like, which is like just affirming Jeff's shitty beliefs by letting him think that women are weak. Like, I get it. They're trying to do the Clark Kent Superman thing. I totally. fully get that. But, like, obviously Clark Kent isn't trying to, like, prove himself either in a in, in a world with a glass ceiling either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jessica, it, like, Jessica isn't just trying to hide her identity. And, in fact, Jeff is an idiot and clearly doesn't suspect anything ever anyway. So, like, yeah. you don't need to do this. And by doing this, even if you think you're protecting your identity, yeah, you're reaffirming his shitty behavior that, like, you and Billy and the show clearly doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah. I like that she always seems to be in control. I just don't like that this is one of the ways she uses it. 
if she was doing it in a way, I don't know how you would do this, but if she was doing it in a way that like embarrassed him somehow by tricking him into thinking that she was weak, I would be fine with that. I think it'd be fine. But like, all it does is just make her just, yeah, just like prove that he's right. You know, like, I hate that. Some, I mean, sometimes it's sort of, it's sort of utilitarian, like in the, in the um, pyramids of power episode, she pretends to be like, oh yeah, you're right. I should leave so that she can, yeah. like she entertains Jeff being like, get out of here so that she yeah, can I mean, transform. Like in those cases, it's totally fine. But and this doesn't actually like serve her. Well, I guess it's, uh, I guess she thinks it serves her long term. So I guess that's, it is similar. I guess so. But the I just thing, think it's, it's it, necessary. It's, it's unnecessary. And also like there are plenty of other points where she is pr- trying to prove herself and her worth to Jeff, like outside of it. And, you know, like in other, in other situations or other scenes when he is, yeah. when he's demeaning her. So it's like, this doesn't help your case. She also doesn't have to go out of her way to fool him. He's a fucking idiot. Like you said, like he doesn't <laughs> suspect anything anyway. Right. Right. Exactly. Her purse, exactly. Jeff. Well, of course she had a purse. She's a woman, right? Why would I need to look to see if she had a purse? So she just would. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> uh, well, it's a downer note to end this episode on, but, you know, whatever. We all know Jeff sucks. Yeah. Face of the episode, it's more Jeff, but it's <laughs> funny. It is funny because the face that he makes, when we, we reference that he's, like, so pleased that he's been kidnapped by four beautiful women, and he makes this disgustingly pleased face with this horrible smile that they draw on him (laughs) it's so creepy and terrible and he is just the worst yeah but i do love the face because it's he's he's, it's called out for being the worst yeah yeah so this episode i i like a lot of the ideas of this episode and i appreciate some of the things they were they wanted to do with this episode i don't think it is the worst episode we've watched but it does continue to do the thing that i think we can now count on this series to do which is portray cultures in like just the the bare minimum least informed way possible. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> which you is know, the big sort of like looming shadow I think that's always going to be on most of these episodes. <laughs> and like, we know it's uh, a show made in 1979, and it's a cartoon for kids. They're not they don't care that much. And back then, they, it, they weren't very knowledgeable. It, it was and it was easier to but, be ignorant because you didn't have the you didn't have the internet. But it was easier to be ignorant. But that doesn't change the fact that it was ignorant. Exactly, it doesn't. And you know, part of part of looking back on the stuff in the present day is like being able to see it from from the lenses of being a little more knowledgeable on this stuff and recognizing the problems with it. And it's worth calling those out. And also, I I, I think I get a little extra frustrated with this show because it is smart. And does have its pulse on certain things in 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 good ways. Otherwise, in, in like I think that its pulse on like feminism at the time I think is pretty on point often. And the fact that Jessica is really fucking cool yeah. and written really well, and the way that they handle Jeff, honestly, like for the most part, I think like that takes a lot of like awareness of like culture. So it does make it frustrating that it's like you were smart on some things and willing to (laughs) like recognize certain like societal things. And so that makes it a little more frustrating when it's like, yeah, but when it comes to anything that isn't dealing with white people, let's, you know, we're, we're just going to get it all wrong every time. (laughs) And this is why your feminism should be intersectional gang. (laughs) Exactly. Because Jessica can be dope and you can do everything else wrong. (laughs) And that's not okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
but it allows us to recognize when they're doing things really, really well and still celebrate those while being critical and talking um, about the things that they do wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I still, you know, problems and all, I still had fun watching this episode. I still thought it was a fun one. Oh, yeah, it was definitely fun for sure. I think that's that's frequently going to be the case where it's like, this was really fun. I have so many problems, but it was really fun. <laughs> a lot of these episodes I could picture, I could definitely see, like, you could remake them with the same basic concepts oh, and totally. characters and update it. And it would be a really, really fun, wacky, wild show. Well, um, like I said, yeah. this this episode alone could be a Doctor Who episode. Like, the way because it, uh-huh. it fucks with time in yep. the way that it does, it very easily could could be. And yeah. actually, ne- next next week's could be, too. I was going to say that, too. I was thinking that when I was watching it. I didn't think about this one but when I was watching it, but next week's, I was definitely like, I could see this being a Doctor Who plot. Yeah. Um, yeah, which we'll, we'll be getting to that next week, so mm-hmm. stay tuned. In the meantime, we would invite you to check out our Patreon. We already plugged it a couple of times in this episode, but uh, but yeah, lots of lots of fun episodes. If you're interested in any, any uh, additional Spider-Man material and commentaries and uh, a place for us to chat about like general Spider-Man news sometimes even, uh, all of that is on our Patreon. So patreon.com slash wallopingwebsnappers. In the meantime, if you'd like to find us individually... Where can we find you, Doug? You can find me on Twitter at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. If you like Pokemon things, you can find me on another podcast here on the 4-Eyed Radio Network called Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast where my co-host Kyle and I talk about Pokemon just as we feel like it. If you would like to know the things I've been reading and playing and thinking about, you can hear all about that on a podcast called Novel Gaming, where my friends Katie and Vicky and I share with each other all of the pop culture we've been consuming. Derek, what about you? Where can people find you and all your stuff? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find me on YouTube under my video essay series, Second Chance, which looks at bad or divisive media from a positive lens. If you'd like to hear more from both of us, we are both on a monthly podcast called Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon. We're watching every Pixar film chronologically. It's really fun. We have an episode on Monsters, Inc. that is currently out right now. That is available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Falling with Style on our website, wallopingwebsnappers.com, in addition to a full archive of all of our episodes, even sorted out by series. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WallopingWebPod, or email us at WallopingWebSnappersPodcast at gmail.com. We would also love it if you'd rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribing to us on any podcast platform helps, but specifically rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, just like every podcast you've ever heard say, that's just the easiest way for uh, people to find us because they have the monopoly on podcasts. Next week... Join us as we travel, not just around the world, but through time in the Spider-Woman episode, The Ghost Vikings. See ya then. See ya. I listen to socially conscious music. Sometimes, other times I listen to Miley Cyrus on repeat.